How do you stop yourself from going mental in the head during this time of confusion? Well, this was a question I was asking myself, and I thought, well, why not get back in touch with one of my guests, Beth Ann Wynn, who is a critical thinking expert, and we did a podcast not so long ago, which is well worth listening to. But I thought today we'd come back together and look at, given the current situation, what are some of the critical thinking biases that we all might be falling into? So I thought we'd get back together and have a chat. So okay. Betha. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So right now, um, what's going on for people in terms of the way that they're thinking critically? Okay. Um, some people are thinking critically, but a lot of us are not. There's a lot of fear, a lot of panic. Um, a lot of snap judgments and snap decisions being made, um, which are very much in our system one thinking systems. So explain the difference between system one and system two. Yep. Um, For the uninitiated. For the uninitiated. Okay, so these are our two main thinking systems in the brain, based on the work of Daniel Kahneman, well worth looking up. Um, So your system one is your automatic response thoughts um, and it might be something like you know when you're driving the car it's just that you you do things without realizing it's quite unconscious um, but also you know if you read a headline right now you might read a headline and you think oh my god that's scary rather than reading on you sit and dwell in that system one so when you get triggered process. exactly exactly um, so it's quite a primitive way of thinking whereas our more evolved parts of the brain use system two which is much more slower Um, much slower, much more effortful thinking, but it's logical, it's reasoned, um, has a more holistic approach, and that's your kind of, all right, I've had a deep breath, and now I'm gonna figure this thing out kind of thing. So right now, we're gonna see a lot of people here, especially when they're going to Woolies, Oh, yeah, yeah. You may go into Woolies in your system two going, okay, I just need... But then you get caught in the system one and the the whole energy of it all. And you come out with a trolley full of stuff you don't need. Give us a quick rundown on system one. All right, so our system one is... um, So so someone knows if they're in it, what does it feel like? Yeah, well, we know we're in it when we can step out of it, but in Uh. that moment... It's it's so automatic. It's already happening. Right. So you need Just to. The first. You need to. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's very biased. So an example of system one is oh, there's heaps going on right now. But things like um, social amplification, amplification of risk. So you imagine, you know, caveman Brin is there with his tribe. Everyone else is looking at the tiger approaching. Yeah. Um, you're gonna look at it too. Yes. And you're gonna. Um, amplify the feelings as a group um, and it escalates yep so everybody right now is going oh shit there's coronavirus and you know we can't physically see it we feel like there's not much response so the stress levels will be rising um, because everyone else's are rising too even just saying that I can feel my yeah yeah (laughs) exactly exactly. here we go so that's Um, like that shared business of shared energy levels. Exactly, exactly. Um, Things like loss aversion bias and sunk cost bias will be... um, So what's that in real English? So that's in real English. um, If it's, uh, you've got a business that you've spent a lot of money on and you're thinking, right, well, I don't want to lose that. I've already put all my money into it and I want to try and mitigate the losses. Um, then you'll be thinking, how can I just keep what I've got rather than go, right, okay, that's not going to work for the next two weeks, six months, two years, whatever it is. Yep. I need to pivot now rather than keep 
trying to pretend everything's fine. Yeah, that going on that head in the sand. sand. Exactly, and that's another bias in itself, ostrich bias. Um, all right. Normalcy bias. The it's all all right, nothing's happening out there. Yeah, yeah, and depending on what the media is doing in particular countries um, and what the government messaging is as well, you know, people in the UK up until a couple of days ago were going, it's fine, it's fine, we're still going night clubbing, we're still carrying on, um, and it's only in the last sort of 24 hours the government's really changed its messaging and um, people are starting to pay attention a bit more. Yeah. So um, thinking system two about what information you're taking on, who you're listening to, um, and making your own judgments based on those things, I guess is really important. Okay. Um, what are some of the other biases that we're um, getting trapped into at the moment? Um, bandwagon effect. Oh yeah. The, the herd mentality with the toilet paper, <laughs> toilet paper gate hashtag. I saw a great <laughs> interview the other day where somebody said, you know, with all this toilet roll, and, and they basically interviewed him and said, well, why have you done it? And his response was, because everybody else is. Mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to judge someone in that position that's got a trolley full of toilet paper, but it's their way of trying to feel more in control in this situation yeah. where nobody's in control and nobody knows what's happening and no one can really predict mm. what's going to happen. We might have a vaccine next week. Yeah. And everyone will just go, oh, well, that's kind of okay. That's all chill, yeah. what we thought. But we yeah. might still be here in a couple of years. We really don't know. Um, yeah. And so... So I suppose a lot of defensive yeah, yeah. sort of behavior comes out of this. Yeah. And I guess a part of it is not being sucked in. Although you mm. recognize that when you're being sucked in, you, you're sucked in and it's not until you yeah. come across here yeah, and you realize, absolutely. oh, I went to Woolies and I was a bit of a dick. Is <laughs> <laughs> that an admission? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some positives like the protective response. Um, we want to protect ourselves, our closest family. Many of us are, um, you know, looking out for the elderly or our parents. You know, suddenly my mum's got, you know, five co phone calls rather than one this week. Yes. Because I'm scared for her. Yes. Um, so there's some, some positives to that. Um, and I've spoken to my brothers too. Yeah. <laughs> All this strange stuff happening. Um, and so, that you know, there are, there are benefits, obviously, to system one. But we need to also think holistically and go, all right, well, maybe I've got... 600 toilet rolls in my basement now, but that is going to have consequences for other people. Yeah. Um, and that's going to have consequences on the economy, you know, supply and demand of stuff, um, and create this uh, vicious circle of fear and protective behaviors, and things will get a lot worse mm. because of this panic that people are going into. Mm. There's like, there's two epidemics there, the fear epidemic and the actual health epidemic. Yes. And both are huge. Yes. Potentially the fear one will have worse consequences. So tell me about system two. All right, um, system two, this is where we want to be. Um, and when you say you want to be, why is that? System two is a lot more sensible and rational. <laughs> right. Um, and we'll be thinking more logically about things um, and more holistically as well. So um, like we said, if your instinct is to protect yourself and those really close to you hopefully system two like I think I was here a couple of days ago and then I sort of checked myself and said if I'm feeling scared and worried as a healthy 
<laughs> mid 30 year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, my neighbors who are in their 90s are probably terrified. And yes. so the best thing I can do to help someone else is to like check in on them, make sure they're okay. And so, you know, we as a family have taken measures to self-isolate already because I want to be able to help them. Yeah. Um, I can't go to the door and go, oh, hey, how are you going? It's more of a, oh, hi, you came round. Hey, my alarm clock's broken. Can you go in and fix it? Or can yes. you just dial my son on the phone? And I can't sit back and say no because I've exposed myself or the children or whatever. So, um, yeah, so we've taken quite uh, strong measures on that because of, you know, it fits with our values and it seems logical to us. Um, but that's no judgment on other people and yes. what they're deciding to do. And I think another key thing is if you're firing up a, a, an existing out of system one, you're going to be in that stress state. Mm. And and in and I've spoken about this before, in the stress state, then you're going to be dumping in cortisol, adrenaline and all the fight and flight chemicals, yeah. which then suppress your immune system, mm. which then make you more susceptible to, well, not just coronavirus, but many other things as yeah. well. Yeah. Whereas right now, whereas this is very much triggering off your parasympathetic nervous system, the chill thing, mm. and you know, that's where you get more restorative, and that's where you're more likely to have a big, healthier immune system. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, I guess, if you're helping other people and you feel useful, then that triggers other um, hormones which are also feel good yes. um, and are more and like long-term kind of things because this one seeks comfort. This is the one that's saying, oh my God, I want to get under my duvet and hide on the couch and eat ice cream and watch Netflix. This one's going, actually, okay, what's the opportunity here? What can I do? How can I be helpful? Mm. Which is what we're doing right now. Which is what we're trying to do right now, <laughs> yeah. So recognizing that this is a better place to be than this, mm. What are some of the things that we can do to keep ourselves or, yeah, keep ourselves more over here than over here, in okay. the blue and out the red? Yeah, in, in the blue. We want to be in the chilled blue zone, don't we? Um, so some of the stuff that we can do, a bit of reflection time um, and taking a pause before we respond to things. Yeah. Particularly if you think like social media, you're going, oh my God, that's terrible. Whoa, I'm so shocked. Hang on a minute. Where's that from? Is that accurate? You know, yeah. identifying fake news, for example, is one thing that you could do there. But also just a bit of reflection for yourself. Like, what's triggering you? What can you do to try and gain some control? Um, and I've put it in inverted, inverted commas comment. because really at this point in time, there's very little control. Um, the government is taking on a lot of control, and so um, they've they're going to be going more and more hard line on that. So what can we control? We can control our response. We can control what we do in the day. We can yep. control a routine. Um, and so for some people, having a routine will be very grounding and helpful. Um, I'm trying to, <laughs> I saw a picture of someone holding onto their shower rail with headphones in, pretending they're on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever feels normal. Yep. Um, checking in with your values. Are you okay. acting in line with your values? If one of your values is kindness and you've got a well-stocked pantry all yeah. of a sudden, what can you do to, yeah. to be more kind and to think of others? I guess it's, I've been asking myself the question, how can I come out of this situation with a sense of pride and the fact that mm. I did my best? Yeah, absolutely. Within what I'm capable of doing? Yeah, and you know, it, this is not gonna be forever. In 10 years time, when you look back, you want to feel proud of how you responded and what you did. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, some of us will be heroic in the, in the hour <laughs> and some of us will uh, hopefully just avoid eating all the ice cream in the world. Indeed. <laughs> uh, but checking in with your values and, and what can you do that's in line with your values as a response to the situation is important. Mm. Um, practicing gratitude because, you know, we are here in Perth in a, a great position to um, be grateful for, you know, the beautiful outdoors, the, um, and we can get out in there still for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got roofs over our heads, most of us, um, and there are still there is still food in Woolies, even if it's not the exact pasta that you want. Yeah. Um, there are things still available. Um, so things like that, just being grateful for what we have and for the health that we have. Um, mindfulness, similar to that, just in this moment right now, things are looking okay. And yes. Most of the time they are. Coronavirus is such a, you know, it's like this invisible phantom that's away on the horizon somewhere. You go, well, if you don't look that way and you just go, right, what's in front of me? Mm. It's more time with family or it's more time at home. It's sorting out the sock drawer. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, I, I mean, whatever. I spoke about this the other day about, you know, I put forward the idea of, you know, don't think about the pink elephant. We have to think about the pink elephant in order not to. So yeah. instead of this whole, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking about Corona, I'm not creep, you know, yeah. I'm not thinking about, not thinking about, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's focus on the stuff we can do. I'm yeah. going to spend great time with the family. I'm going to be healthy. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this. I'm going to read all those books that are Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> got a stack of them. Yeah. And I think also in here, it's just even at a simple level, it's um, just take three or four breaths. Mm. Yeah. Super simple. Yeah. Just have a couple of deep breaths, count five in those depths, breaths, yeah. and then see where you're at. Yeah, yeah. And for me personally, on top of these things, it doesn't really help with this, but having maintaining a sense of humour in all this is going to be key, I think. Otherwise, yes. we are going to just go absolutely I suppose being crazy. <laughs> two English poms, we would really resonate with dark humour and humour. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's why there was the cognitive bias bingo that I put around social media the other day. Because you go... We're all feeling these things. We're all feeling compassion fade, empathy gap, normalcy bias, trying to maintain. Um, but it's it's completely normal human behavior. And I think there's an initial spike in this anxiety, this fear, this panic. And then humans are very adaptable. We'll find a way to some kind of new norm, whatever yes, that may be. Some homeostasis. Yeah. It's a different yeah. one. Because when, when something is new, we're more scared of it. Mm. Um, so think about, you know, if you were just walking down the street and you saw all the cars around and you were an alien from another planet, you go, oh my God, look at these things shooting really fast around. But that's a, a fear a, or a danger that we're used to because we face it every day. Yes. And the stats on deaths on roads are hideous. Mm. But um, we still do it. We still do it, right? And yeah. we're used to it. And we don't have that anxiety, most of us, about just crossing the road. But because um, coronavirus is new and it's you know it's a new area for most people, you can look back hindsight bias and see Bill Gates's TED talk from a few years ago where he describes almost exactly what's happening right now, and we go, oh look, well he knew it was coming. Yes. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists jump on it, um, but you know most of us could not have predicted quite how far-reaching the impact of this would be. So it's new, it's scary, but this will this panic and fear will probably calm down a bit. And, and the amazing thing that we have now, compared to 20 years ago, is that um, you know if you need to talk to someone, you can get online, you can have Zoom counseling, you can yeah. call people, we can keep in touch with our friends and family 
all over the world a lot more easily than we could have done 20 years ago. So, um, you know, there's, there's that to be grateful for as well. Um, but yeah, we're all going to be sitting at home, all gonna be <laughs> glued to our screens indeed. quite a bit over the next few weeks. So months. I think the big thing is, without sounding like Jim Bowen, stay out the red and in the, in the blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take a breath, reflect, control. Yeah. Look at your routines and your values and gratitude and mindfulness. Mm. And um, that will in some way mm. stop you from going mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hope. That's, That's the hope. The hope. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we should do a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs>